Hello everyone, welcome to Heart's Happiness Podcast. The place where I, Manpreet, share my journey of healing intergenerational family trauma to help you to understand your story. I share a bunch of tools and tips that will transform your mental health and allow you to find your own heart's happiness. So exciting, right? Each episode will cover one of three areas. One, raising awareness of what this trauma actually is and how it hides in our lives. Two, tools, tips, support, lots of different things that I've used to get better and heal from this trauma. And three, I'll be connecting you with so many specialists and therapists and coaches as guests on my show. So we are going to transform your mental health and empower you to take your healing by the hands and move forward. Hello, my loves. Welcome back. I'm really excited to get into a juicy topic with you today that's been coming up for my clients and I get a lot of questions about it. And it is toxic female relationships. Some people call it the sister wound. One of my clients called it the booty call friends. So these are the friendships in our lives. And I know I have lots of men listening as well that just don't feel good to us, don't make us feel safe. We overthink them. Um, We feel afraid of them. I want to talk about why we are in them, the impact that it's having on us. And I have in the past spoken lots about romantic relationships with men and how my trauma would play out in those romantic relationships. So basically how I would either avoid relationships entirely and be completely single, or I would have an obsession with somebody that was very um emotionally unavailable to me. I would be almost addicted to them and taking any crumbs of their love, but I would never feel loved or enough. And then there was the relationships where, you know, the person did love me and wanted to be with me and was giving me all the things, but I'd be like, nah, I'm not really into this. And I would run away from that relationship and become avoidant. So I've spoken about that in a number of podcast episodes. But today I'm going to be talking about something that I haven't really spoken about in detail before, and that is actually how the trauma that I experienced as a child was playing out in my in my friendships. So in particular, female relationships, but you might notice this with male relationships, like platonic ones or work colleagues, or um, if you're a guy, you might relate to this. So this is just, you know, from that perspective of like what, what I experienced. So throughout my life, I have had... I have had the same friends since I was a very small girl, like seven. And these friends, the majority of them, are very grounded, uh, very consistent, very loving, and have always been there for me. And what is very interesting is that's cool, and I love that. And um, I did, I probably overgave to them, not that they ever asked me to. But I also had these relationships come into my life where women were more needy and I almost got really distracted by these relationships and addicted to them and a bit obsessed with them unconsciously of course and I kind of put these very healthy stable relationships to the side um not like I ignored them or anything like that because I still I still interacted with them but these other relationships that I had in my life they sort of consumed me so some of these females I was related to some of them I wasn't and what what was the consistent theme between them all was they were very needy it was very much about what they needed in the relationship they needed me to help them and fix them and speak to them at all hours of the night and message them at all times and it was very much all about them 
Um, I didn't really get very much from that relationship and I didn't even notice that was a problem. So that was a big thing. Like I was constantly giving in these relationships and they were constantly asking for it. Um, some of them had like little narcissistic traits where you know they wanted to be the center of attention and if I was to focus on myself for two minutes they wouldn't like that and you know I'd get they'd have a go at me or whatever um and some of the these relationships as well like there was multiple um there was a woman in my life for a, a long period of time and what I noticed with her was she was very needy giving and So I would spend a lot of time with her, but it was never enough. And she'd always like get moody with me and stop talking to me, which would fill me with terror. I felt like I was constantly apologizing for the way that I've been because she was be upset about something that I did or didn't do. And I don't know if she's ever listening to my podcast, but the last time that we actually spoke was because um, she had got upset that I went for drinks with somebody else before meeting her and I was like a few minutes late for meeting her she got very jealous of me having other relationships with people uh, having new friendships and feeling like that she wasn't important so there was a lot of like very toxic childish kind of behaviors going on with these women and I got consumed by them So I can't tell you how much energy I spent on these type of relationships, like that particular relationship. You know, I spent, you know, years spending time with her. Like we lived together. Um, I, you know, I was always trying to make her feel better. She'd had a hard life, like a hard childhood. And I was always trying to make her feel loved and enough and all these kind of things. But she would really lash out at me. And I would think it was my fault as well. Now, what's been going on with this, um trait that I had and and you might notice that you've had some friendships that have been imbalanced where you have been giving more than you've been receiving where you are lying in bed awake at night worrying about what they think about you or that you're not enough or they're angry with you or they're lashing out on you and you're constantly trying to fix them they're not consistent so you don't sometimes you don't know even know when you're meeting them they're like they like they kind of love bob you and they're super super lovely but then they disappear they're really inconsistent and you find yourself feeling really anxious about these relationships now these are trauma wound relationships they're trauma bond relationships they're like the romantic relationships but they are just with Uh, you know, they're platonic. And what I've noticed, like through like analyzing my behavior in these relationships is that I was basically addicted to them. Like one of them, um, you know, I would speak to her like every night, we'd speak all the time, like I was addicted to how much she needed me. And it was like a drug for me almost like, and it when I was consuming this drug, of that was her it took me away from me it took me away from my problems it took me away from my pain it drained me massively so I had no energy to go after my own life but I kind of got stuck in this really toxic pattern with her because I didn't really want to avoid myself but I didn't really want to deal with myself sorry and she gave me that perfect reason for that but I really resented it and I didn't enjoy it and my body hated it and I felt exhausted by the whole thing and I it carried on for such a long time and it was so incredibly toxic not just that one but there were others as well and that consumed me and that like I said I would 
I remember I'd be like worrying in bed at night, like, are they angry with me? Have I done something to upset them? And some of them would be really harsh about the way that they would talk about me and the things that they would say, they would put me down. But I would just take it all and think that I deserved it. And this was all, you know, me playing out my relationships with my parents. And like, some of them were like my mum. Some of them like were very silent treatment. They would give me silent treatment. They wouldn't talk to me. Um, So that would sort of trigger that feeling that I had as a child with my mum. So I would scramble to try to make them, you know, be okay and talk to me, even though I had never done anything wrong. And it was like their own dysregulation that they were taking out on me, just like my mum had done. And then there was others that were more like my dad, so that they would be, my dad was like lovely. And then he'd be fucking awful and they were a bit more like that they would have those more like really charming sort of narcissistic techniques you know where they would just like be so loving and so like um over the top with you and then they'd be gone um and it just it took so much away from my own life to be honest I felt really drained by them and I that meant that I spent less time and less energy in friendships that made me feel good made me feel stable, made me feel enough. And I spent more time on these negative relationships. Now I've seen this as a trait with a number of my clients. So it is a way that trauma can play out, not just in the romantic relationships, but in the friendships as well. And in relationships in family as well. That's kind of where I've noticed it and and in my own life as well. This is why it's really important for us to do regular relationship audits. So have a moment, get your journal out and just write about the relationships in your life that feel good, that make you feel positive and energized. And then write about the ones that don't feel so good. And are these relationships that don't feel so good, are they relationships that you can actually repair that with, that you can have conversations and work on healing them with them? Is that something that you could do? Or are they just not open to that at all? And they are just like almost using you as a place where they kind of work their trauma out. Because it's really important to get, become very aware of that. And this is hard, like it's really hard. I've been supporting some clients through letting go of some relationships that has been really difficult for them because their inner child has not felt safe. It's often been because it's reminded them of mum or sometimes dad and they felt a lot of guilt and shame for choosing to step away from a relationship but let's just really normalize that you know like we life is a long period of time and you know some friendships aren't for life some friendships are lessons some friendships are Uh, come in to show us something about ourselves and they're not in alignment with us anymore and it's okay to let them go it's okay to release them and when we do let them go we create space for other relationships I chose to let go of some relationships um, at the beginning of last year I think it was or the end of 2020 and as a result I have gained so many amazing friendships with women that are in the online space, that are doing work like I'm doing. So I can have such amazing conversations. They're a great support for me. They're a great sisterhood for me. And they energize me and they feel so great. And I wouldn't have relationships like that, calling new relationships into my life, if I was still so exhausted, 
entertaining these unhealthy, toxic relationships that made me feel bad about myself, that were unrepairable, that were not open to like feedback and working through the relationship things together. Like I was not open to that because I was so distracted by the drama of these other relationships but by releasing and letting those relationships go with love like no big drama just releasing and letting them go with love well I tried to release them with love sometimes those people didn't always love that um it has created this space for other relationships in my life that are more in alignment with where I'm at so reviewing your relationships on a regular basis not just romantic love, but also your platonic relationships. You know, what are the red flags? What are the red flags in your your relationship with your mum and dad? So like, for example, silent treatment is a big red flag of mine. Somebody that's quite showy. People that judge you. Uh, perfectionism. I, I really, like my dad was a super perfectionist and controlling. All of these things. And how many of those friendships that you have in your life, do they have those red flags? Because often we can be attracted to friendships just like romantic relationships that feel like our family, that feel like our parents, but you can consciously choose that. So have a look at the relationships that you have. Do they have the red flags? What are your green flags? Like, what do you like really love about friendships that make you feel expansive, that make you feel good? Like my best friend in Singapore, you know, she's moved away in like 2015, which was like the beginning of my breakdown (laughs) because I missed her so much. But we could, like, she's very busy at work at the moment. We haven't spoken. We haven't checked in. But I know when we have a message, when we have a call, it is literally like nothing's happened. There is no guilt. There's no hating on each other. We're each other's biggest cheerleaders in life. Um, We might be in different countries. We might be in different paths. She may not be into the same things as me. But she makes me feel amazing. And I love spending time with her. Like, she makes me laugh like nobody else else you know she brings me joy and so therefore like I think of her when I think about those green flag qualities and even when I was like before I'd got together with Simon I wrote about all the things I wanted the green flags and all the things I didn't want the red flags and um I based those green flags on the relationships in my life that felt good like my friendship with my best friend in Singapore like my other friends I have here in the UK like how they felt to me like how they're grounded and they're consistent and they're the same person every single day and how they're kind and how they're supportive and how they're you know they're not critical I'm sorry I don't I'm so critical in my own mind I just choose to have friends that don't criticize me (laughs) sorry if that's like me being more like just ignoring my bad traits I'm not because I'm very aware of them But, you know, like really consciously thinking about that. And also for those of you that are listening and you're actually more avoidant. So you've been quite scared of friendship. You've been actually not feeling comfortable in female relationships, maybe because your mum was a narcissist or maybe because you had difficult family relationships that you find friendship difficult as well. I would really think about what do you really long for in a friend? you know, somebody that you can connect to, um, like really think about it, because I'm going to bring in the woo-woo guys, like even with the new friends that I've called in, like that are business owners that are into like um, personal development, that are healing from trauma, um, I didn't know them at the beginning of last year, and I remember sort of sitting on my laptop, This I do this a lot, I do this with clients too, and I was like, I would really like to bring into my life 
women who are entrepreneurs, who are, you know, creating content, who are putting themselves out there, they're speaking on stages, they're writing books, and they are trying to change people's lives, and they're mums, and I want to be around those people. So I sort of said that, I set that intention, I became quite clear about that. And these relationships came so naturally, like, I had a coach at the beginning of last year that I was really drawn to and we are friends now. I'm actually going to her house for dinner tomorrow. Um, And then there was like a friend like like Rav who's been on here. Um, We went to school together but we haven't seen each other since we were like 18 and then we've reconnected in the online space and then she's introducing me to like my business besties like Erman and Gupri and Erman's going to be on the podcast later. And you know, I've met like, I met Sarah through... um, a course I did and then she coached me and now we've become friends and we're going away together like these are opportunities that came through last year just by me being me and by me setting that intention and even like my clients have become my friends so like putting that out there it has come back so if you haven't got the friendships that you really long for think about what it is that you need what makes you feel good what energizes you what soothes your system and ask the universe to send it to you because it will but also in like with that as well also review the relationships that are in your life because we have to create space for new energy to come in what needs to be released now it was really hard for me to get rid of some of those relationships especially the family ones and I had to really think about like is this in alignment with me what I want my happiness my future um like, do they feel good? And they just didn't. And staying in these relationships due to obligation, because I felt like if I stepped away from them, I was the bad girl. And I was the bad girl in my family for doing it. But the peace that I feel, the, the better health I have because of it, I don't sit there overthinking the relationships and being anxious before I meet the people and anxious while I'm there and anxious when I get back and having to drink through the whole thing. I don't need to do any of those things anymore. And that's because I released them, you know. And this is the thing, like, we can have addictions to people, to toxic relationships, to trauma bonds. We can be addicted to them and they can drain us and they can take us away from ourselves. But when we let them go, when we release them, when we send them love and light, we create space for what we do want to bring in. You know, I really see myself, like, how I've given up alcohol is how I've given up these relationships that were toxic and draining for me. Like, it's the same thing. And that's the thing. When you've grown up with trauma, you do things to avoid your pain, like overeating, drinking, overworking, taking care of other people, fixing other people, and other people's shit. Like, we get so consumed by other people's shit because it's a great way to avoid ourselves and avoid our own pain. So let's stop doing that and this is a great action step that you can start taking. Now, what I find is that loads of people will get like really triggered by even the thought of doing this because it feels so scary. That is why community and support is so, so important, right? Because then we can all be there for each other and go, yeah, me too. I've got relationships like that. I need to let go of these relationships. I need to... um you know, have someone hold space for me while I release them. So when I was letting go of some of these relationships, I had coaching from a number of different sources, like 
in different ways, my friendship groups, I was getting support from so many people that were telling me, I know this is really hard, but it's okay, you can do this. You can put yourself first and put your own well-being and be the bad girl, if for that reason. So if this is an area that you struggle with and you know that you need to have boundaries or let relationships go in your life and you feel really bad, you feel guilt and shame and fear and it feels really unsafe to do that and you're like yeah okay Manpree, you know you're, I know what you're saying but it's really it's really really hard it feels really unsafe I mean I'll always recommend EFT tapping just saying it's safe for me to let go you know I know you know the story that you're selling yourself but I appreciate that you may need support which is why I've created the empath empowerment day to help you with things exactly like this and to allow you to be in a community of other sensitive people that are the good girls that struggle with boundaries and struggle with letting people go and struggling with choosing themselves and taking their power back in relationships. That is why I've created the Empath Empowerment Day, which is on Sunday the 30th of April. Tickets are £111 right now, but they are going up to £155 Um, in a couple of weeks um, as we get closer. So if you want to be in a community of women and men, maybe, because I do get male clients as well, that are sensitive like you, that struggle with boundaries and these kind of relationships, so we can support each other and I can go through the steps of how we can start to release and take our power back from relationships. Because you know what? So magical. Now that I'm no longer in these relationships with people that drain me of energy, that are toxic, that don't feel good, that make me feel unsafe... I have the energy to create this podcast for you. When I was caught up in those female drama triangles, I had no energy to do something like this at all because I was too busy drinking and eating crap in bed trying to just like numb out from how awful it all, all, all was. It's because I have this energy. It's because I've called that power back that I am able to help and serve in a healthy, empowered way rather than my wounded empath who used to just be trying to fix my family and my friends so that I could like use this skill that I have, which I have like that you guys might have that you've always felt this deeper thing in within that you want to help. So that's why you kind of been helpful and you've been the good girl, but you've been doing it with people, first of all, that are not paying you um, and that are taking advantage of you and your light. So the Empowerment Day is very much an opportunity for us to come together and for me to give you the steps for you to step away from being that wounded empath to the empowered empath, because then you get to use your abilities, your sensitivities, your love, your light and your healing energy for good in the world. And I think that's really freaking exciting. So if you're like introverted like me or, you know, if you find that you get so exhausted because of the amount that you feel and the amount you want to help, then we really need to get that into balance. And that's what I'll be covering in that Empath Empowerment Day. Because you deserve to have a happy, healthy life. Like I used to feel when I was in these relationships with these women that I was on the planet just to help other people, that I was on the planet just for everybody else, like a side act in everybody else's story. But I didn't have the things I wanted, like the love that I wanted, like romantic love. I didn't have the home I wanted. I didn't have the money I wanted. I didn't have the job I wanted. I didn't have the family I wanted. But now I'm empowered because I get to have all of those amazing things and overflowing 
um, cup of abundance. I'm able to help other people. I'm able to change people's lives, but I'm also able to take care and love myself. And I'm also brave and courageous enough to step away from people that are not good for me um, with love you know, and that is what we'll be talking about at that Empath Empowerment Day. So come and join me because it's going to be epic and I'm really, really excited about it. There is just so much magic when we learn how to manage our own energy, step away from people people pleasing and fixing others, walking away from toxic relationships. We call back all of that power and then we are able to, not just like me, you know, starting a business, but it's because of that versions of that behavior that I was able to start to think about what I wanted in romantic love and be able to get my relationship started it's because of that I've been able to clear debt because I've had more energy for myself and that's the problem when we are in these kind of relationships that drain us that don't feel good that make us anxious that we worry about that we don't feel good enough for we take away energy from our own life from our own happiness and creating our own version even when that means that it distracts us from our own trauma and our own pain and our own healing. And it does. I can't tell you how many calls I have with my clients where we are working through a relationship with somebody else and often a friendship because they're struggling with the way this friendship is abusive or gaslighting them or ignoring their needs. And it's just making them feel so, ah. So basically, you know, we're just working on them feeling safe enough to let it go. But imagine when you've picked up this skill, you know how to do it, you're able to validate yourself and you're able to move life with it. Like it's totally changes the game with everything. Um, And that is what we're going to be talking about at the Empath Empowerment Day. So I'd love to see you there. And do take like the advice of this podcast and start doing your friendship audits and do that with your family too. Because every relationship is a choice. You don't have to be in any relationship, including the one with your parents, if it doesn't feel safe and good to you. Now, if relationships are open to repair, So that means that you can both sit there and go, you know, it really hurt me when this happened. It really hurt me when this happened. This is how I felt. This is how we can move forward and repair the damage and like work together to make our relationship better. If both people are up for that conversation, are willing to do that, then don't run away from those relationships because you can make them even stronger and better. But there are relationships where the person won't be open to that and will just use it as an opportunity to attack and hurt you. And it's knowing when to repair and it's knowing when to step away and let go as well. So, um, you know, and and maybe like if the people that I've let go, they were recording a podcast, they might be like, you know, she just walked away from me and, you know, with very little explanation. For some of them, I did do that because I didn't feel safe enough to share my truth. Um, That might be different now. So yeah, the, the today me may deal with those situations differently, but it was all a learning curve. Um, so, you know, I show myself love and compassion for that because I didn't have those skills that maybe I have now and I feel a lot more safer and comfortable with myself, but you only learn by doing, you, you, otherwise you don't know how to do these things. So you, it's just about learning how to do. And if that means that you have to clean break from someone in order to protect your own mental and emotional well-being, then so be it. And, you know, later you, you can work on that and be able to have those difficult conversations because we can be so afraid of confrontation. I know I have been um, because I felt so unsafe in those relationships and I just, I literally just couldn't push my body into doing 
the repair work. And, and also when I listened to my heart, my heart didn't want to repair them anyway. So I hope this has helped. Do get in touch. I'm on hearts underscore underscore happiness on Instagram. If you want to reach out and tell me if this podcast resonated or you want to send me an email at manpriatheartshappiness.co.uk. I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing your stories. I love that you're breaking the cycles of trauma. I love that you're calling back your power. I so want you guys to have an overflowing cup so you get everything that you want in life. Love, money, abundance, happiness, peace, good health mentally well like I don't give a crap what your childhood story is and I have heard some horrific stories way worse than mine mine is like Disney compared to some of your stories and I'm so sorry that that happened to you but I am going to be sharing content all of the time to tell you that this is possible for you that there's nothing special for me that gave me this life it is just the healing work that gave me this life and you can have that too I know you can you just got to follow the steps and I'm here to like provide you with content and love and light so that you're able to put these little strategies into your life so you can find your happiness find your peace and um you know turn that darkness into light that's what I've that is what I've managed to do right like my story with my dad I spoke to a colleague the other day um who's interested in my services and she was like you know we never knew that you were suffering so much when we worked together like you were always so happy and bubbly and and you was always this person but because I didn't even tell them that I'd lost my dad to suicide I was so ashamed of that story and it ate me up on the inside but you know but by this work that I've done on myself, investing in myself, healing on the inside, like that story doesn't have power over me. That, that story makes me powerful. And your story makes you powerful too when you start to call it back and do magical things with that story. Like my story has led me to this podcast in your ears right now you know, and I hope that it's going to find you in different ways too, like writing and books and things like this. Where is your story going to lead you? Where is it going to take you? And the only way that you're going to figure out where it's going to take you is by listening to your heart, connecting to your intuition and letting toxic relationships go and toxic, toxic behaviors and toxic you know, habits, we, it's like letting those things go and releasing them and having compassion that we only did them because we didn't know what else to do. And now you do know what else to do so you can make different choices and change your story. Because I believe in you guys so much. That is why I do this because I love it. And um, yeah, I don't want you to feel that you have to be in relationships that make you feel bad because you've got no choice. Everybody everybody has a choice and even though it may feel like it's no choice you're choosing to be in it because your childhood trauma has made you feel like that's the only option that's available to you but come into my world because I'm going to tell you that it's not and I will break that down in that all-day workshop on the 30th of April and I will speak to you in the next podcast I have loved talking about toxic relationships and I'll see you in the next one